0: Welcome, you've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You were meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamora and Raphael Tamora.
1: All right, welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. And we are all about awakening souls, intuition, fulfilling purpose, and so, so much more. The subject of our day today is, your sensitivity is your power, not your weakness or your problem. This was something that was a big deal to me, especially when I was young, a child, teenager in my 20s, I didn't understand how all of this worked. I wish I had somebody like me to (laughs) speak on the radio and accidentally turn it on and find out all about this. Yes,
2: you're just too sensitive, Raphael.
1: (laughs) I cannot tell you how many times I was told that when I was young, even as tough as I thought I was and uh, having had six brothers and living on my own from 18 years old and so on. Well, being sensitive has many different connotations, ranging from being thoughtful and considerate to being very perceptive to being touchy or easily disturbed. Others may notice that you're more sensitive than the norm, and you may notice that you are as well. It could be because you are more easily disturbed by stimuli than others don't seem to be disturbed by, or it could be that you are much more aware of things others miss noticing or ignore. Whether the connotation is positive or negative, sensitivity seems to have to do with awareness and perception. Yet often, sensitivity in a person is associated with a kind of vulnerability or weakness and can be seen as a big old problem. So, you know, one of the little stories I wanted to bring up here was one that, I came across when I was having so much trouble with my sensitivity when I was in my 20s. And that story was about the great orator Winston Churchill. As a child, he was so shy that he would hide behind his mother's skirts, quote unquote, and would not let people look him directly in the eye. Yet he grew up to be an amazing person and and helper in politics and other areas, and why Why would a shy child be able to do something like that? And that is a shy child would be able to be more sensitive to others' needs, more empathetic and understanding how it feels to be hurt by someone else. It's also said that he, even as an adult, would sometimes throw up right before he would go on stage to speak. And I can certainly relate to that, especially in my first times in front of groups. It wasn't quite that extreme, but it was extreme enough. And you just learn to work with it um, if you don't have tools, But and sometimes it takes many years, whereas some of the tools that we are going to talk about today, especially from the second segment on, are going to have to do with how do you deal with all that input. Michael. Why don't you talk a little bit about this?
2: Yes, every time I say anything about this, Raphael laughs and rolls her eyes. (laughs) Her really nice big blue eyes, you know, she rolls it. (laughs) (laughs) Makes faces when I say, oh, yes, I was a really shy kid.
1: (laughs) I still can't imagine it. (laughs) And
2: why can't she imagine, Bella, because she doesn't know me as a little shy kid. And I felt I was shy because... The same thing Raphael was just talking about, if I got in front of a group of people or in front of even just one person, especially adults, I said, you know, so many times I felt so bad or or I can feel the fear or whatever. And I never realized when I was really little that, oh, I was just being sensitive to other people's feelings, other people's thoughts, and essentially other people's psychic energies. And so I was reacting to that rather than recognizing, oh yeah, this is how this person's feeling. Oh, this person's, you know, really sad, or this person's really upset or angry. This person's really scared, whatever. But they're not, you know, adults learn to not show that very often uh, on, the, on the surface. And as a kid, that's what I get first. So uh, a lot of times I was going, um, even playing with uh, little creatures and animals and birds and whatnot and going, gee, it's so much nicer, it's so much better to be with animals and nature rather than with people. <laughs>
1: In a way, that's how a lot of um, animal psychics are born.
2: Yeah, they uh, they find that with animals, they can sip- back and communicate, relax, be themselves. But with people, it's like, whoa, 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 I can't handle this. And that's that's part of the sensitivity we're going to be talking about today, because so many of us, we often misinterpret it, just like I did as a, you know, thinking I was a shy kid. Well, shy could have all kinds of connotations in terms of Oh, I just don't like being around other people. I'm, I'm a very private person, things like that. And that develops. And by the time you're an adult, if you decide that's the way you are, well, that's the way you're going to be. But one of the things I learned as I was growing up, wait a minute, with certain people, I don't feel bad. I don't feel afraid. I don't feel uh, uh, angry, upset, or uncomfortable around them. No, I feel totally at home, and I can talk to them. I have no problem. I don't feel shy, nothing, and they could even be strangers. It's not just people I know, but even people I know. I didn't want to be around a lot of times because it didn't feel good. It was uncomfortable, and so little by little, I start to find out, I didn't have anybody teaching me this, just like Raphael didn't. And so you got to kind of find out for yourself. But I'm really curious. And then I realized gee, these people I can be with no problem. Those people, gee, I, I get anywhere near them and I start having a headache. <laughs> I start wanting to run away, whatever. Then finally, I learned, oh, I'm being aware of where they are inside. They don't show it on the outside a lot of times, but the more the person is trying to not show it. So, you know, you've been around people who are smiling on the outside, but they're fuming on the inside. And, gee, I'm around this person who looks very nice, they're smiling, but I don't feel good. I I don't, I wanna get away. When you have those kind of things, Ah, that's, you're just being aware. You're just being sensitive.
1: And there's another side to that too. And that is for someone who has a lot of enthusiasm. Let's say you have a lot of enthusiasm and you get around someone whose vibration is very low. (laughs) So this is the opposite end of that, where you're vibrating at high enthusiasm. You say hello to someone. I had this experience a few weeks ago with someone I just met, and it was kind of embarrassing actually, (laughs) but... I was very enthusiastic to meet this person. I I had been uh, looking forward to it for weeks and when I met her, she practically ran away from me (laughs) and um, there were were energies where I was up here and she was in a different place and that's not a judgment, it's just that uh, my enthusiasm just wasn't what she wanted. And it could be easily misinterpreted. It could be misinterpreted as, are you stalking me or what? That sort of thing. And um, so sometimes on that end of sensitivity, when somebody else is sensitive to you, you have to take a look at your own energy. I was running too much high energy and it it bounced on her in a very difficult way.
2: Yeah. And so is it just that, you know, people like Raphael or me or... Winston Churchill or somebody, or in some of you, is it just a few of us that are like that? No, it's across the board. Everyone is sensitive. Everyone is fully aware, but they're not aware of that. <laughs> That's where the problem comes in. So right off the bat, it's very important not to judge and decide, I have a problem because you're having some kind of a difficulty with handling something, don't judge your sensitivity. Your sensitivity is an ability. It's it's powerful ability. Why is sensitivity a power? It's your part of your power because here's an analogy I like to use. If you're just slowly walking into a wall, you're going to stop, of course. You can't unless you know how to walk through the wall, but you're going to stop, you bump, and it's not going to hurt that much or anything. You don't get injured. But if you're running full speed and you ram into the wall, oh boy, you're going to at least get some bruises, right? And you might get pretty hurt. And then if you were to be on a motorcycle and you're going 100 miles an hour and crash into that same wall, whoa, whoa you're going to be seriously injured and, or if not, die. So, what is that? Well, walking as far as kinetic power goes, kinetic energy and kinetic power, walking slowly into a wall, that's not a lot of power going into into the wall, right? And then if you run into the wall, that's a lot more power. But if you're driving a motorcycle into the wall, that's a lot of power. And this is, Obviously, if you're running a motorcycle into the wall, well, you're not using that power correctly. It's a, it's called an accident, right? You, you made a mistake. And so then you end up injured. Well, the sensitivity is power like that. And the more power you have when your awareness vibrates, everything's energy in this world, right? And so your energy's vibrating and it goes and bounces off. What Raphael's talking about with that lady she ran into, where she was vibrating at high enthusiasm—that's a high energy level—and then she was the other person was operating at a more serious, you know, I'm this is a serious thing and blah blah blah, and boom—it's like hitting a wall, and Raphael got a little bit hurt, not too bad, but mm-hmm. and especially because she has tools and she knows how to manage that even after the fact, so. But if, if, let's say, Raphael was a very sensitive person who didn't have any tools, didn't understand how this worked, she would ram into that hard wall of that serious person in total enthusiasm. That would be probably equivalent, not maybe running in with a motorcycle, but definitely running fast into a solid or, wall. Yes. And then she'd come out of it and go not be, have a clue of Whoa, what just happened? You know, I feel hurt. I feel humiliated and embarrassed. And she could be stuck like that for a day or two or longer, even. And so, how many times have you experienced something like that where it wasn't something you did wrong per se? You just didn't know how to you know, avoid the wall, (laughs) you you miscalculated uh, driving your motorcycle, and then you then turn where you need it to turn, and you just rammed into.
1: Slow down. Yeah, slow down. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yeah. If she kind of matched the other person's energy, she could still be enthusiastic inside, but match the energy of the other person, then the other person wouldn't be threatened. And they'll go, oh, nice to meet you. And maybe they might not be interested still, but... You know, it wouldn't be like a brick wall. So that's part of managing your sensitivity, managing your awareness. You have to realize first that you are aware all of the time. And we are, awareness is 100%. It's all awareness all the time of everything. But of course, none of us would be able to handle being aware, acutely aware of everything of anything, on all levels, at once. So we tune down our awareness to little segments that we can handle. So when we're talking to a particular person, we're much more aware of that person and where things are with that person rather than the room full of people that, that's also you know talking to other people. And so we narrow our awareness down to be specific. We have an attention and say, okay, this is what I want to pay attention to. And whatever we're paying attention to, we tend to be a lot more consciously aware. And so then the flip side of it is, okay, what are we not consciously paying attention to? Ah, that's the part where our sensitivity, awareness, what we're picking up from around us and everywhere, can affect us in a negative way. It can affect us in an uncomfortable way, or it could affect us in a way we get invalidated, thinking, something's wrong with me. Or, why am I not feeling, I woke up pretty well, I had a good night's sleep, but I'm suddenly tired. Or, Or, I don't feel so good. Or, I'm getting kind of angry. I don't know what I'm angry about. Well, anytime you go, I'm getting angry. I don't know what I'm angry about. It's not yours. So that's not using your awareness quite correctly, not recognizing, wait a minute, I'm being aware of this emotion. I'm being aware of this discomfort. I'm being aware of even this tiredness. Is it mine? Oh, maybe it's not mine. And what am I picking up? When you start to pay attention throughout your course of the day, and you'll notice all these thoughts go through your mind, and some thoughts you think are great, other thoughts you, you don't like, you want to get rid of. It's Why am I thinking this? I, I don't want to judge this person. Uh, I don't not like this person, but I keep on going, ooh, this person's yucky. Ooh, this person's uh, an idiot. I don't think this person's an idiot. You almost have an argument going on in your own head sometimes. That's when you're picking up somebody else's thoughts and it's not yours. That's why you're disagreeing with it. You don't argue with yourself, you're just disagreeing with something that goes through your mind that's not yours. That's how sensitive everyone is, but most people just ignore those thoughts that's not theirs or they argue with it or they work. Become it. Yeah, they become it and they say, oh, I don't like you. And then after they walk away, they go, why did I say that for?
1: (laughs) Or why did I think that even?
2: Yeah, why did I think that? How did I, why did I feel that way? Gee, when I was around that person, I felt so uncomfortable but as soon as I walked away, I feel fine. And a lot of people will go, I don't want to be around that person anymore because they don't know. They were just picking up on the other person's
1: feeling. Whatever they're feeling and sometimes just the energy that's in their space. Yeah, around them. In their field.
2: Yeah, like if you are run into a friend who's just been in this horrendous, you know, knock-down argument with the boss or something like that, and you just go, oh, hi, and then immediately you want to start arguing with her and you want to beat her up and everything (laughs) and go, whoa, what's this? Why am I feeling this way? It's not yours and it's not even hers. It's just the stuff that she still has in her space. So anyway, um, we're going to be, when we come back from our break and everything, we're going to, uh, investigate some tools. Uh, communicate with some tools, and we have a place on our website that you can download a free toolkit. All right, it's called our spiritual toolkit. And if you go to www.michaeltamura.com, and then on our website there's a place called Free Stuff, <laughs> and click on the Free Stuff drop-down menu shows. Free audio. Click on that. And when you go to that page, there's a thing called Spiritual Toolkit. And it's a two-hour teleseminar that's been uh, edited and everything. And you'll be able to learn many of the tools and practice them uh, that we'll teach and share with you on this radio show. This one and all the different episodes. So uh, then you'll be prepared. When we're talking about stuff, you'll be able to practice those basic tools that we teach everyone.
1: We're coming Coming up on our first break. So thank you for listening and join us in just a few minutes. Thank you very much.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Many of us define our lives by what has already happened. It's a past tense series of events. Do you long for something else? You don't have to live solely in this reality. Tune in for To Win Within with host Strom Thomason. Strom and his guests are here to introduce you to your true self. It's time to emerge from your box and take a beautiful journey of self-love and discovery you'll find yourself exactly where you need to be. To Win Within airs live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment.
3: Who are you, really? Are you the person you want to be, or are you the person that others want you to be? Think about that. We don't always recognize our gifts and potential because we stick to old methods of being and do what others in our lives tell us. It's time to break through. Listen for Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. Each program connects you back to whom you were meant to be every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in.
4: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. This
2: is Michael Tamura and...
1: Raphael Tamura with Living the Miracle with the two of us.
2: <laughs> we got both of us. And we've been talking about your sensitivity is your power, not your weakness or your problem. And Raphael, you had a experience that uh, really illustrated this on both kind of the physical level, as well as on the psychic level,
1: right? Yes, I have actually two little examples. One was I had a boss one time who loved to get in the face of his workers and go, when the worker made a mistake, he'd go, look, 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 and he'd be right in their face. And, you know, these are tough guys. It was a painting contracting business. And I would see these guys just shrink away and hop out of their body. They couldn't even answer. So that was one example. But the more physical one was, was very interesting. Um, I play guitar. And many years ago when I was teaching and doing readings in a, a more formal organizational situation, I had been working all day. So I had been uh, meditating and really practicing my spiritual tools, and I was in a highly charged, sensitive space. Well, after I was done, after a whole day of doing that, I went to a a guitar store to go buy some strings for my guitar. And this is one of those big open ones with a, a second floor that was open to the first floor. And as I was purchasing my guitar strings, someone upstairs was sitting at a drum set, and they hit a snare drum just once. Kaboom. And snare drums don't scare me. I worked for rock bands for a lot of years in my youth. and But in this case, when that man just up there hit the snare drum, and I knew it was man because the energy was very male, um, the energy of that percussion actually hit the outer edge of my aura. And for the first time in my entire life, I got to experience the whole sort of spiritual, uh, subtle energy, nervous system of my aura, because I felt it go through all the channels. And to me, it almost looked like a nervous system right in the back of my aura. And then it hit the back of my third chakra, almost like somebody whapped me on the back.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, you know, spider webs. You know how the spider webs the web and spins the web, and and then they can feel that really intricate, subtle vibrations of some other uh, insect, gets caught in it, you know, or a raindrop or whatever, and they know exactly where it is in the whole network. And that's the way it is with your aura. Uh, The aura is your electromagnetic field around your body, and everyone has one because it's you as that immortal soul, the creative being incarnated in your body, and your energy as a soul goes through your whole space of your body and reflects and refracts through all the little uh, facets of the cells and and your chakra energy centers in your body and everything and comes out around the body like a rainbow of colors. And it's very, very pretty when you start to see more clairvoyantly. And everyone is actually clairvoyant too. You see everything, but when your mind is uh, on you know, very mundane physical things, then you're matching the energy of the heavy, dense physical world and that's what you're going to see and what you see with your two physical eyes. But many of you, most of all of you are interested in this and you're not just interested in, you know, making a living and and life is hard and then you die (laughs) kind of a thing. You're interested in Spiritual stuff. You're interested in your inner development. And the more you become interested in that, the more your attention's on a higher level of energy, frequency. So then, ah, you start to become aware on a higher level. But once again, the world doesn't necessarily accommodate that fully. So let's say you're starting to become more aware on a clairvoyant seeing energy level, but nobody if you're not around people like us, that validates, okay, you're seeing the aura, or even on a feeling level, which is a lower vibration, but it's just as sensitive, and you feel the vibration, like Raphael said, ah, she felt the, the physical vibration of the, the symbol, uh, hit, since Nerdrum hit the edge of her aura and reverberated in the back of the third chakra, that's in the solar plexus region. And... And so, and that's what happens when you hit up against somebody's energy that's really dominant and controlling, uh, like a boss, a uh, uh, boss from hell, so to speak. <laughs> or <laughs> so,
1: sometimes someone running a, a Harley Davidson, you know, rum, rum, at a stoplight. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or you run, you get stopped by a, 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 what do you call it, a highway patrol. And they don't know if you have a gun or not. So they're going to be very cautious. And, On a psychic energy level, they're going to go boom and hit you right there so that you'll have less energy in case you mean to do harm. So it's a preemptive strike on a psychic level because, boy, they'll get in real big trouble if they did that on a physical level, right? But if you're in that kind of a situation, you you might be really going, I don't know if I'm stopping a, a lunatic or a psycho with a gun. So they have to do something and be in the advantage. So things like that happen on a negative, you know, kind of a controlling type level, limiting level, but also happens on a very opening up where somebody is so happy to see you and they love you in the way without conditions. Then they're giving you total space to be yourself. And that's why when you meet somebody like that, it feels so good. It's like, oh, I don't have to I don't have to try to be some better than I am. I don't have to do something to, to prove myself. I could just be myself. And that being yourself, that's the first step. You're, you're giving yourself the space to be you. And we're going to get into that much more in detail next week, in our episode next week on space the first frontier (laughs) i need more space but for today it's starting it's always starting with my space oh yeah when you feel too crowded that's because you're sensitive and your power is bouncing off of everybody who doesn't know how to be in their own space everybody who's who's crowding you like the boss that Raphael was talking about that's in your face yelling because he's unhappy with what you did or didn't do. And and you're just going, whoa, I can't even be here. I can't be here with you. How many times have you experienced that where you're around somebody and they're not even yelling at you. You're just going, I got to get out of here. I'm going to go take a walk. I can't be with you right now. And you don't know why they didn't say anything. But it's just like that. and you go whoa I can't handle this and so how do you handle it how do you manage whether it's a you know very subtle kind of a energy that you're being a little bit sensitive to or massive stuff how do you if you like to be around people you love to look at I like I love people watching in a big public place airports and malls and things like that but if I were like my kid self, being shy and and not being able to handle all that energy, I would never go to a mall, uh, especially around Christmas time or something like that, or go to the airport and feel comfortable.
1: Many of you have this, where (laughs) you don't even like to go to these crowded places because there's just, quote unquote, too much energy. But you might
2: want to go or you might need to go you might need to go to the airport to travel but you hate going there because you feel lousy huh you don't have to well how do you manage this the thing that we bring up every every week grounding so if you those of you want to go along with this you can close your eyes put both feet on the floor and just sit comfortably in whatever chair you're sitting on and Just imagine that grounding quarter tree trunk. You could just imagine a natural tree trunk, big one. And you're sitting on it, and the tree trunk is connected to the center of the earth. And the part you're sitting on, it comes a little bit into the body because it's just energy. It doesn't matter. It comes right into the body and connects to your first chakra, the energy center. That's about three quarters of an inch, just above the tip of your tailbone. And so notice what happens and give yourself a deep breath yeah just give yourself that oh yeah i can breathe and let go just let yourself be however you are just let yourself be you don't have to be in competition with just with yourself to be better or more or whatever just be and because the best self you're ever going to be is you, <laughs> as you already are in spirit. But as long as you're in competition with yourself, trying to be better, trying to fix yourself, trying to solve this problem of being too sensitive, you're not going to be yourself. You're always going to be out there separate from yourself, working against yourself.
1: And pushing everything away.
2: And pushing away everything away that you really need to have. So, Ah, you get to be yourself. The second thing, uh, be in the center of your head. Imagine you're just in the center of your head and just aware. And notice, instantly, it just, even a little bit, starts to get more quiet. Because in the center of your head is always total still. It's on when you're out of your gourd, so to speak, trying to chase after everything, that you're not still. But when you decide I'll be back in the center of my head. You start to have that stillness. These two things, grounding and being in the center of your head, is a really major beginning to being able to handle your power that's translating as being too sensitive and start to use your sensitivity as awareness so you know what's going on and you're much more prepared to relate to everything in your life and all your experiences, and people, and everything. And then, now, once you're grounded, being more in the center of your head, notice, naturally, you start to have a little more experience of neutrality. You don't have to try to do something about anything. You can just let things be. That's neutrality, where you can truly just let energy, let situations, let people be just as they are, at least for now, you know, without trying to do anything about it. Ah, that's really important for being able to manage your sensitivity because then you're not ramming against the wall running or on a motorcycle. You're just, you you might still be walking into the wall, but that's not going to hurt. That's not going to be so uncomfortable, okay? And so then one of the things that I find the two areas, psychic areas, that most people who are very sensitive are most sensitive in, especially at the beginning, is on the feeling side and on the hearing side. Thoughts and hearing. okay, Feelings and emotions and feeling stuff. So let's just do this feeling part. Just kind of go within yourself and notice what you're feeling, how you're feeling right now. Just to general, overall feeling. And then ask yourself. And when you ask yourself, kind of tune into the top of your head. That's your crown chakra. It's the center of intuitive knowing. And you're going to just know the answer, okay? So tune into that center of intuitive knowing at the top of your head. And ask yourself, of everything I'm just feeling right now inside, how much of it, percentage-wise, from zero to 100, how much percentage of it is not mine, and see what number you get. And I mean, I'm looking at some of you, some of you get like 80% of what you're feeling isn't yours. Some of you, maybe 40%. But whatever percentage you get, that percentage of what you're feeling right now isn't you. (laughs) It's not your energy. So what I'd like you to do is just Decide, okay, that 40% or 20% or 80%, that's not my energy that I'm feeling right now. I'm just going to let it be. I'm not going to try to change it, fix it, you know, get rid of it or anything. I'm just going to let it be, and in letting it be, I'm just going to let it go. And the other side of that is let yourself become aware. Just decide, I'd like to be aware with that 80% or to 30% or whatever, more of, Just my own energy. You don't even have to know what that is. Just ask yourself, okay, I just like to be more aware and feel my own energy. And notice the difference in how you're feeling, what you're feeling.
1: Your energy should feel really, really good because your energy is really meant to match In And be healthy in this physical body that you have, no matter what kind of body you have.
2: So that's one of the ways you can actually tell. When something's not feeling right, oh, first thing, oh, how much of this feeling that I'm feeling that's not feeling right, how much of it is not mine? then see what the percentage is. And just, that's starting to use just your knowingness, intuitive knowingness, you just know, oh, 20% isn't mine. You can do it again, just now, and see, oh, most of you, I'm sure, you'll find that the percentage that's not your energy you're feeling right now is much lower than when you first started this exercise, okay? and But you might still have a little bit that's not yours, and you go, okay, now that part, I can also let go. I'm just going to let that, whatever part that's not mine, let it be, let it go. Breathe. And just decide you're going to turn your awareness, feeling awareness, to feeling even more of your true energy.
1: Well, we're coming upon our second break soon. So meanwhile... Um, at the break, you might want to go to our website and check out our events coming up. Our website is michaeltamura.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L, T is in Tom, A M is in Mary, U-R-A dot com. We'll be right back.
2: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
4: Don't you just wish sometimes that life could come with a do-over button? We'd probably use it a lot more than we think. What if there was one do-over button you could use each week? Make that place the Voice America Empowerment Channel for Code to Grace, the empowered women's guide to life with host Marilyn Mosier. Marilyn and her guests will help you find the key to break free from the chains of your life and start anew. Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. We hear just be you a lot these days, but who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: Listening to Living the Miracle, Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling one 888 346 9141 Again, that's one 888 346 9141 You may also send an email to the Miracle Radio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle.
1: Oh, welcome back. Great to have you with us here. We are talking today about your sensitivity is your power, not your weakness or your problem. And I wanted to talk about a, a little bit about something uh, that's been going on for Michael. Uh, this very exciting. There is a wonderful Australian award-winning filmmaker who made this wonderful movie. You might have heard about called. PGS Intuition is your personal guidance system. It's a little play on GPS, is personal guidance system, and um, it is an independent film that's being screened all over the country. But because of the way it's being screened, you have to kind of keep an eye on if it comes to your area. And Michael is going to be doing the Q&A at the end of two screenings coming right up here. This is 2018 for those who are listening much later. Um, but the next two screenings, one is in Sacramento, California on Saturday, March 24th at 4 p.m. And um, the other one is in Ashland, Oregon on Monday. March 26th at 6 p.m. And, of course, following each one will be a Q&A um, with Michael there. And is possible, at, le- at least at one of those, might be the filmmaker himself, Bill Bennett. And uh, if you want more details about this movie and to see the trailer, which is a really exciting trailer, and Michael's in it, in the trailer, you would go to PGS, that's P is in Paul, G is in God, S is in Sam, pgsthemovie.com. And um, the story is about a man who uh, wasn't or didn't think he was such a sensitive. And he heard a voice that ended up saving his life and, and his uh, journey discovering what that voice was. So, back to our subject about your sensitivity is your power. Well, that sure ended up being yes. his power. Exactly. It powered an entire movie after that experience. It took nine years for him to um, create the movie, but it put him directly on his own spiritual path. You want to talk about that a little? Well,
2: yes. You know, he was actually, from the time when that voice saved him from the accident and certain death, uh... That was uh, 18 or 19 years ago. And so that's uh, how long it took. But the movie itself, uh, he did you know travel all over the world, interviewing experts from all over the world, from, from uh, scientists to religious leaders to spiritual teachers, and even like the Prince of Bhutan and, and uh, Grandmaster over there and Tibetan monks and all kinds of people. And that... During that whole period, uh, he started to really recognize what intuition was and and to work with his sensitivity and power through the avenue of intuition, which the movie goes into a lot of the different aspects, and which is appropriate for today, too, where I mentioned before the break, and we did a little bit of a meditation practice of what do you do when you're sensitive on a, what we call clairsentient, You know, feeling, feeling energies, feeling other people's emotions, feeling the energy of a a room and so forth. Some of you, you you don't have a problem walking into a room, any kind of a room, in any kind of an energy state, and. You don't hardly even notice it. But uh, there's a lot of you who go, ooh, I don't want to be in that room. It just doesn't feel good. Or or, I don't want to walk down that street. Let's walk down this street. Or let's go into this restaurant rather than that one.
1: Or even those of you that are sensitive to the waves of um, the towers that are being built for um, cell phones and that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, it can extend to things that are kind of in between the physical world and and the spiritual world, where now we're getting more and more electronics going on. So any of those, it's all energy. Remember from last week's episode? (laughs) Everything (laughs)
1: is energy. Everything's
2: energy. So if you don't try to break it up into little parts of this energy is different than that energy other than identification, you have to start to be aware. When you're living the miracle, it's all energy. Everything's energy. So when you look at it, when you look at events, when you look at a person, when you look at a situation, what somebody said, everything, it's all energy. When you look at your thoughts, it's all energy. Your feelings, it's all energy. So essentially, it makes life so, so Simple because you're only dealing with one thing called energy. It's just different vibrations, different patterns, and it takes different forms. So this sensitivity, we talked about it on the feeling end of things. And that practice, I led you through just a really quick version of it. You can practice it in meditation like you did the full way, you know, for a while, and do that... uh, regularly, then pretty soon you're going to start to recognize, oh yeah, that's not my energy I'm feeling. This is my energy I feel. Whenever you're feeling your energy, it's completely in harmony with you. It's, oh yeah, I feel fine. I feel great. It's just me. It's just when it's discordant stuff, that's when you feel uncomfortable.
1: And for some of you, that's 80 or 90% of the time, unfortunately. Yeah.
2: And you won't believe it. You think you're, oh, I'm pretty healthy and I feel pretty good. But when you really start to feel your own energy and not be beholden to everybody else's energies every day, wow, when I thought I used to feel good, that was terrible compared to how I feel now. And that's why some of you who know me more and stuff, you go, gee, you're laughing so much of the time. You look like you're just having so much fun, even when things are not going so well. Yeah, I am. <laughs> In fact, you know, I don't even have my full voice yet, but I can still laugh. It's a little difficult physically to laugh, but I'm laughing inside because it's funny. It's it's not a terrible thing that... that happened to me because somebody messed up and blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to go run out and try to sue somebody and and make it better. You know, it's not their problem. Hey, and I'm having a great life. So that's because I've learned how not to let all these other energies that really don't matter. They don't matter to me. I have what I what matters to me within me. And I have lots to do in this life. So that's what's important to me. And so then everything else can go. That's called non-resistance. It's letting things pass through, pass by energetically. You know, when you are used to, if somebody throws you a ball or a brick, you're going to duck or put a shield up and bounce it off. Or catch it. Or catch it, right? To defend yourself, to protect yourself. Otherwise, you're going to get hurt. But that's not the same on an energetic level, on a subtle energetic level, psychic level. It's not going to hurt you. You know that saying, what is it, bricks and rocks S- and stones? Sticks and stones. Sticks and, sticks and stones, stones can hurt you, break my bones, but words can't hurt me, right?
1: Words can never hurt me. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> well Actually, I, I have a little story to tell about that. Um, it's true what Michael's saying, you know, the, when you can start to just be senior to the energy and let it go through, you're not going to be the effect of it as much. But I had an experience in my earlier life before I had tools whereby, um, I had a, a manager who was not very nice to me a lot of the times. And a lot of times she liked to yell at me and, um, I would kind of put up my shields. And and I would also, you know, not be very nice to her back. And finally, one day, she said to me, Raphael, you're just too doggone sensitive. And and she said it in such a way that it hit me, it actually physically hit me in my heart chakra. And at the time, I had the mindset of, you know, if you hurt me, you know, I'm going to be really mad about it and everything like that hurt me on this this type of a way because it's more subtle. Someone can say you're too sensitive, and it's kind of an insult. And if it's thrown at you as an insult, you're going to feel it. And so that all that day, I seethed and up was mm-hmm. upset about it and everything like that. And by the end of the night, I had uh, taken one of those little price things that you use to price the whipped cream and everything like that. And I was so mad about it. When I went outside, I had this thing in my hand. I threw it on the ground, and it it broke into a million pieces. That is the amount of power I had in my upset. Mm -hmm. So I was very shocked. I mean, this thing was a heavy duty thing. And then I went home and I took this energy that I felt and made it into a song. And the song that I wrote had the title of Words Can Be Weapons. And it the word basically the words that i felt that day felt like a stab to the heart and a bullet to the brain and all this kind of stuff that's my description and this is way before guns were popular by the way <laughs> popular the way they are now unfortunately um but i was describing energy i just didn't know it i thought it was the words but it was the energy behind someone's words that were hitting me mm. so that's the sticks and stones can break my bones yeah but words can never hurt me is letting it go through
2: letting it go through because sticks and stones you know uh, on a body level if it hits you it's gonna hurt <laughs> but words energies that are much more subtle Oh, they just can go right through if you don't put up a shield and start trying to stop it and fight it and all that kind of stuff. It bounces back. And what bounces back to hurt you and make you uncomfortable is your own power, your own energy, not the other person's. It's when you meet up with the other person's energy, however nasty it might be, you put up a wall and the other person's energy hits that wall But it's your wall, it's your energy, and it reverberates back to you, to the sensitive part of you, and you go, ow, that hurt. It hurt my feelings and all that kind of stuff. So as long as you blame somebody else, you're not going to heal yourself. But this sensitivity is not just on the feeling end, it's also on the thought end, the hearing. You know how all the thoughts in your head You could do the same exercise that you did with the feeling in the last segment and practice that, but ask yourself, okay, all that I'm thinking, all the thoughts in my head right now, how much of it is actually not mine? And then you might get 80% or 50% or 10% or whatever. Then you know that amount of the thoughts in your mind at that time isn't yours, So you go, okay, I don't have to keep it in my head. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to fight it, argue with it, try to change it or get rid of it. No, I'm just going to let it be, let it go. And you're in the center of your head and you get more calm. You're grounded. You get calmer. Give yourself a deep breath. Ah, Oh, it's quieter in my head. So that's another aspect. Your sensitivity is so powerful because it Happens on every level. It happens on the hearing, happens on the clairvoyant inner seeing. You see things, but you might not even be able to put your finger on exactly what did you see. But because you saw that person's lying to me or that person's going to try to hurt me or whatever. And you can't prove it because you're seeing on the inner level. You can't prove it until that person actually does it or something. And you go, ah, I knew it. (laughs) I saw that coming. And I should have done something about it. But that's where you have to start to pay attention and go, oh, look at all the ways in how I'm being sensitive to energy and aware. And so I better start to pay attention. And don't just jump in just because a thought is in your head thinking it's yours, or that you have to react to it or something, you go, oh, that was a strange thought. I wonder where it came from. Oh, it's that person standing at the end of the line. Mm -hmm. And he's wanting to hurry up, and I'm in the front of the line, and I'm taking too long. Oh, okay. And yes, when you know that, you can go, yeah, I think I'll hurry up so that I won't dawdle. But I don't have to, you know, try to kill myself uh, to hurry up for that person. And that's not. That's going to take more time if I mess up what I'm trying to do right now.
1: So just letting it go through is just uh, like letting a sun ray go through the window. It doesn't do any harm, and yet it goes through and and goes beyond. So thank you so much for joining us on the airwaves today, wherever you are. Hope to see you next Wednesday for our episode about space.
2: space.